You're listening to episode number 297 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, you can get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. 360 Vegas Vacation 8 is Sunday through Tuesday, May 26th through the 28th. Spots are still available for the Whiskey Lounge and Limo to Fremont Street Experience. Check out the 360 Vegas Vacation tab on the blog for a link to the Eventbrite RSVP page. Warning, the hosts enjoy doing the show, and as a result, they laugh a lot. If you do not like that, then don't listen. We really don't give a shit. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Riviera, the Mirage, Flamingo, Sahara, the MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is the world I live in. My friends send me nude pictures of their wives posing in front of Vegas, and little kids are encouraged to swear. <laughs> this is the dream. I've, I'm, I've, I think I've accomplished everything. Everything I could have ever, any, any normal human could, could expect out of a life. I just wonder if her mother knows that she sent that. I, I have no doubt that her dad put her up to it. <laughs> I wonder if mother knows. I, I did get the audio from the father, I will concede. <laughs> I love her. She's so oh, cute. That is awesome. Holy cow, that's great. Yeah, Nothing reached. better than kids swearing. <laughs> right? It's the gold standard. Especially with as much energy yeah. and, and enthusiasm. She's fired up. It, it, like, you can almost have, like, going, do you want to swear? Do you want to record it? Okay, I need you to say this. She's like, oh, man, I'm going to swear. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> teacher, teacher, right? guess what I said today. <laughs> So, Tony, I have recently taken a new lover. It, it's, uh, it, was, it, it was clearly created by those brilliant geniuses uh, amongst us that I'm included in, it, the ADD people. I put that sentence in the wrong order. Yeah. ADD people clearly created this, this new affair that I have with, with, uh, with multiples, Tony. Three, three play, sorry? five play, 25 play. Oh. I am. Uh, you've been playing some video poker, my friend. I so so, and this is this is the adorable idiot that I am. That I can be so so knowledgeable about you know something that we're all passionate about, Vegas, and yet something like triple play literally came to my sphere of comprehension with Todd and Amanda Goddess. Yeah. When they came to town, and they're talking, about, I'm like, what is it? What is it? She speak? I, I can I can play more hands. There, there are more that I can play. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, you know, you got to bet more. Like, on, sir, you just figured out how <laughs> how to attract the ADD person. I'm like, on, 
Oh, I will definitely. So, uh, no, it, it makes logical sense that I would give you, you know, $100 to play 100 hands. That's completely <laughs> fair. That is completely fair. Well, and so there's there's a difference. So there's the triple play game, that we, or the multi-level play that we learned from Todd and Amanda. But yeah, multi-strike, yeah. But then there's the multi-strike that we learned from that was Brian and, and Tanya. And then, yeah, Brian and Tanya. Yeah, okay, sorry. I didn't see where you were going. Right, that, so yeah. Brian and Tanya did, and we learned that because, you know, they, they have a tradition where they come in and they find, like, the 100-hand multi-strike game, and they'll do one spin. And, you know, usually you'll get something back out of that because you got 100 hands and everything else. But when they were here the last time, I forget what exactly they hit, but it resulted in a hand pay. Yeah, it was huge. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. So now we're like, really? You can do that? Hmm. So now we're kind of looking for those. Yeah, games dude, I am. I am obsessed with with this now. Like like every day this week, we've been at the casino. We even went and checked out Suncoast because we're like, hey, let's go to another place and play. You know, three and five play, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> well, like, and Suncoast has it bar top. Uh, yes. Which Red Rock doesn't. And and it's nine six. And it's nine six. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a that was a fun place played, except that it wasn't paying anything for me yet. I am absolutely right. obsessed with it. It was clearly 100% invented by an ADD person because <laughs> I've said it before. Like one of the things, like I, I just want to play the game. I, I just want to play it. I'm mean, like my skill. We actually came upon this this week. So I'm messing around with the video poker trainer. You know the thing that makes sure that my skills are tight. And I start to realize <laughs> as I'm as I'm following. You know I, I'll see what they're they're suggestion is but the cool thing about the new app that i'm using is i can see why they recommended it and what i realized is that my strategy for jacks are better basically it basically works for any of them to be honest with you is to lose as slow as possible so there are things where the the perfect math guide is telling you hey you know so you've got three to a royal flush so you should hold these and so, I mean, that's that's the goal, right? Is to get the, the highest one, you know? So obviously you're gonna chase that when that's an opportunity. But for me, I'm like, no, I got a pair of jacks. I'm not, there's no way I'm gonna get that card. That's great. I need to get two of those, there's no way. I got a pair of jacks, I'm holding it. I automatically didn't lose. And I realized I create, I, I believe I've created a brand new math thing. I, I don't know if I care to put it together, but uh, <laughs> I, I feel with absolutely no, no backup to whatsoever um, that I have invented a new way to play video poker, and I think it's far superior. And, and, and just to be clear, this new way to play that you've you've created is actually just following someone else's app that tells you how to properly play video poker. Oh no, 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 he's, no, no. he's I, fighting against the app. I learned, the app, yes, because the, the, app the app would app. tell him to hold. So, like in that example, we had a pair of jacks, but he also had three cards to a royal. It, the yeah. app said. You know, go for the royal because it's and it would the say because payoff. you've got like one percent chance of getting this, you've got a seven percent chance of getting this, and then you'd look at the at the at the pair and like going, well, you know, you yeah, but I have a winning hand. Why yeah. am I going to throw that away? Yeah, right. so uh, yeah, that, no, no, I came up with it. And yeah, that, of course you did. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course you did. And and the other I thing, understand. the other thing that he said about like triple play and even five play is, it, it's much. It's much easier to make sure that you actually hold the cards that you want to hold because they hold all right. the way up. They hold them all the way up. Like, Whereas hey. if it's just one, you're like, oh, sure, I hit that button. But no, it didn't hit because it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so he right. likes that because visually he can tell. Oh, I've wait, even, I didn't hit the hold button. I also, the other night, 
when we were at Suncoast, I said the thing that uh, I also like about it is I feel like I interact with it more. Because to me, it's, it's all this math in my head. So I'm like, okay, I may not get it on this one. But there's like three opportunities here, so so like you, you, when it doesn't land, I'm like, oh come on, you know. E- even though I know you mathematically interact with it, it more by sense. yelling at the tabletop I monitor. That's there? I, dis- okay. I discuss it. Whereas you're, dis- you're discussing it with. Does it ever talk back to you? No, I, all right, see, no, we're not doing. No, you ruined it. No, I, I get where you're going with this, Mark. You're right. You do you talk through it, and by talking through it, it slows you down a little bit. I just think it, sh- it. It's like yeah, we're having fun. Oh come on, man, you're crazy. Right. My wife calls it the discount double check. Right, exactly. I hold my cards, and then I go back, and I make sure that that's exactly what I want to hold. But I think what's so much fun about the multiplay is if you get dealt something, even particularly like a a pair of jacks or better, you know, worst case scenario, you're going to get all your money back, and yet you're still running a tremendous more amount of money through the machine than you are just playing single line quarters. Yeah. But then when you get dealt something like, you know, trips or quads or full boat, I mean, that's real money. Yep. We were sitting there playing and I was, you know, losing terribly at multi-line and I was only doing a quarter a line. And I'm like, well, I'll go, I'm going to just go play regular, you know, double, double bonus. And I'm betting, you know, 50 cents on a hand and I'm like, why am I doing this? If I was playing on three lines, I could could have three times more chance of winning and I only do a quarter more. So, yeah, it's kind of... It is a weird, funny difference between the games. So now the new first world problem I have is um, finding, like, I don't understand why any machine doesn't have every game option. Because when you go to the triple play games, they have just the standard version that you get. Well, some of them do. So it doesn't make any, okay, so if that version exists, and that seems to me like that should be everywhere. So the one at Suncoast, Tony, it had, like, on the main menu on the side, it would have just poker, which was all your single bet, you know. Straight poker Yeah, the regular games. game that you had. It had, you had regular. triple, it had five yeah. play, it had ten play, and then it had Kino and Blackjack and all the other stuff. So it was like all of the games were on one machine. Yeah, that could machine. be. On, yeah. And that was one that Mark thinks should be everywhere. Why are they not yeah, all Yeah, because now, now I'm like, oh, I want to hang out at the bar. I'm like, eh, this one triple play. This is boring. Right? No, right? Well, listen, we probably should get into it because uh, tonight's podcast is being sponsored by a great friend of the show jack he lives up in minneapolis minnesota and he provided a nika coffee malt whiskey now coffee is not the actual type of or anything that has to do with it it's the the inventor of the particular still that the whiskey gets put through this is a japanese whiskey and it is wonderful and i am um i am well, I'm sucking it down pretty quickly, so I should probably... Uh... <laughs> okay, let's get moving Fair then. <laughs> As such, uh, when we start the show, we know that he's Karen. No, wait, hang on. Okay. <laughs> Goddamn. Like, he Here gave us the warning and just before it went there it off. comes. <laughs> hey, guys, in the immediate future. <laughs> <laughs> and right now. <laughs> he's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. In 2007... The brand-ranking survey saw Las Vegas rise to America's number two brand behind only Google. I got that from the book The Strip, Las Vegas and the Architecture of the American Dream. That book is amazing, by the way. But uh, I love that. I'm like, holy shit, Google and Vegas. Like, I'm like, yeah, okay. That's that's nuts. And and especially to be second only to Google. (laughs) Like, I figured Google would be number one regardless. Right. But... Not Coke, not Pepsi, not Levi or Apple. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Vegas. Nice. I, I wonder right. where we would stand if they redid the survey now, like where it's at. Oh, it, the it, it doesn't become less recognizable. It may be less desirable to go to. Well, but it no, become... it's it, it just I've I've heard. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Let's talk about the twit pick of the week. Glorious is one way to describe the Galaxy Bar at Vegas World. Vegas as fuck is another. Say what you will about Bob Stupak, he got it right with this amenity. Potentially inspired by what I can only imagine every brothel and perump looks like inside. The use of a mirrored ceiling to capture the reflection of the light features creates an infinity illusion. Trapped in tacky, you say? We should all be so lucky. That being said, I can't help but think everything that you see in the picture shared by Atsuma Corp is sticky. <laughs> Like the kind of sticky, like, oh, I got Jordans on. <laughs> Come on. Feet are sticking to man. the floor. <laughs> that being said, I happen to have seen this particular picture over the last week, and I remember just being completely entranced oh, yeah. by it. Like, I spent a good, you know, 60 ish seconds 90 seconds just looking at each individual aspect of that picture itself right because i was so intrigued by what i was looking at and what what was in there and you're right it is it is vegas as fuck yeah. i mean there's nothing that <laughs> screams more holy cow that is vegas than this image i thought it was pretty i liked all the lights <laughs> Karen coming in. <laughs> well, I know if I didn't say anything, you guys would be like, Andy, you have any awesome. thoughts? You're like, no. Oh, I She's like our own little Belky Bar taco moose. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna reference oh. a major league line and I fucking fumbled it big time where Bob Euchre was like, that that uh I can't fucking remember it. That that uh that broadcast school is really paying off, isn't it? <laughs> this guy's like, so you know, you have anything you want to add, you know, about today's game? No. Nope. That broadcast school's really paying off. <laughs> <laughs> but I fumbled it. But we got there, so it worked. You still got it in. Right. <laughs> and you know you could always... edit it to just, like, replace what we were saying and just insert that's it where you fun. wanted to. That's fine. That's way too much editing to, to take away a great <laughs> joke. Okay. I'm not trying to, sh like, okay. I can't ever be shamed. I'm like, oh, no, I sound stupid there. We got to leave that in. That sounds great. Despite what this illusion you've created that I sound, I make everyone else sound stupid, and I'm the only one that well, sounds like Well, apparently Tony and I are about. sharing that illusion together, so, you know, whatever. It's okay. Get to the fucking news. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show. Uh, nope, 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 nope. We what, don't. Google Plus doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, where did you see Google Plus in that, dude? He didn't. Did it's I muscle say memory. that? Yeah. yeah, you did. Wow, that's nuts. Muscle memory. <laughs> Holy cow. This... There is no Google Plus anymore. So go ahead, kids. You keep looking for it. <laughs> find it. That bourbon's really <laughs> kicking in good, isn't it? <laughs> Regardless, uh, folks who are Patreon subscribers, they should be able to see the enhanced version of the show right now. All right, let's get into the news. First up, there's some nightclub news. <laughs> it wasn't planned, but it was brilliant. I don't know. It, I didn't give him much to... I, I So... For, breaking down one of the walls here of broadcasting. So 
I am fucking terrible at headlines. Terrible at them. So most of what you hear is Tony looking at it going, I think I know where he's going with this. So, but what I didn't realize is with how how he chose to go with it, <laughs> it I don't, to me, it sounded like, we have nightclub news. I don't, <laughs> like, he gave me nothing. I have no idea what's happening here. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm happy to hear the little story that you told yourself in your head. It's super cute. It was fun. I okay, had a good time well, with it. A, hey, as long, right. as long as you're having a good time. <laughs> Vital Vegas is reporting that Intrigue Nightclub at Wynn will close at the property around Memorial Day. Plans are to not replace it and instead repurpose it into a rentable event space. Additionally, Hyde Lounge at Bellagio is also planning on closing at the property this July. I don't know why I said it that way or why it amuses me. (laughs) (laughs) The move is an acknowledgement by MGM that the space is too valuable to only earn rent from a tenant from. Speculation is a new club run by MGM will take its place. That's where I got the idea to say the sentence just before that. So, number one, Hyde Lounge was a... witty tonight. Yeah, you're, you're cracking yourself up. I'm telling you, it's cute. Hyde Lounge, I'm sorry, go. Uh, yeah, you did jump all over that. No, I'm number one, I'm surprised that Hyde Lounge was a tenant. SBE was a partner with MGM when they bought the Sahara and turned it into SLS, and it was Hyde Lounge is their brand. They put it in Bellagio as that was happening, and they had the whole City of Rock thing and okay. as that whole thing is has evaporated all the relationships are disconnected okay got it and and the other thing i'm surprised on is that their win is going to turn intrigue into a rentable event space i think it's important that we continue to now say win resorts because and i and i also made the same mistake but we need to make that point because when oh, you they're, say they're a rudderless ship right now right yes, yeah when okay, you say right. win you think like what is going on in that company like no 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 win resorts like i i get he was a monster and that's why he can't do this anymore but let's not sully that name with, with how fucking awful they're running this company right now okay yeah. next up there's virgin hotel casino renovation details In addition to announcing a delay in the renovation plans, some details about the project that will turn the Hard Rock Hotel Casino into Virgin Hotel and Casino were revealed, including the first rendering of what the exterior will look like. Looks kind of like a sands made with wood paneling. It's just where I'm going. It's it's, in my gut. That's what it feels. (laughs) PlayNevada.com is reporting that Craft Plus Community has already replaced culinary dropout as the gastropub option at the property. Rehab Day Club has closed and Breathe Pool Lounge has opened with two pools and a view of the strip from the second floor. And while there are still no details or renderings of how it will be reimagined, plans are to do just that to the five-acre pool complex on site. Lastly, plans are to upgrade the joint, expand the gaming floor, and turn vinyl into a nightclub. Weird inflections tonight. To accommodate significant renovations to the interior, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino will close April through June 2020. The official grand reopening of Virgin Hotels is set for November of that year. I had one thought. I'm glad that the culinary dropout 
gastro pub is no longer there because a culinary dropout is not necessarily somebody's restaurant that I would want to go eat at. Karen, it's it's hard rock. It's meant to be badass. Like, oh, I didn't finish college, and look for me, I'm a fucking senior. Which is probably why it's no now no longer a hard rock, and they're replacing it with something decent. Oh, I follow you. I wasn't getting that. Yeah. No, I, guess, I mean, I see the community versus the dropout. They're getting rid of the riffraff, Karen. And the, the shitty titles of restaurants that nobody would want to go eat at. Hence the reason it's no longer. I argue most men want to eat at the Pink Taco. Well, <laughs> that I'll give you. And actually, a lot of women would too. I, I you know, the pink, the pink Taco is pretty good. I, I, that, that, oh you know, God. I would miss. But I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> did Did Karen just come out? Or is she talking about the restaurant? I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happening right it's now. Best, it's best to not unpack this. Tony, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it later. It's there's just, yeah, all right. <laughs> Actually, better yet, why don't you show me later? <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, Cosmopolitan rumors have been confirmed. While rumors that Cosmopolitan is for sale isn't anything new, what is new is their current owners, Blackstone, virtually confirming it. It was revealed this week that they've hired two investment banks to explore strategic alternatives for the property. While not one of the firms hired, an analyst told the RJ that Cosmopolitan could sell, could sell, could sell, sell. <laughs> if uh, it could sell for as high as 13 times its cash flow, which is more than 300 million, which equates to roughly $4 billion. Another way to say that is it would cost about as much as it costs to build. And yet another way to say that is it's more than double what Blackstone paid for it in 2014, which is $1.73 billion. Since purchasing the property, Blackstone has invested half a billion into finishing 21 large suites on the top four floors, as well as adding multiple new bars and restaurants. Parties rumored to be interested in purchasing Cosmopolitan include just about everybody. Hard Rock International, Penn National Gaming, Crown Resorts, Boyd Gaming, Genting, aka Resorts World, Wim Resorts and MGM Resorts. But here's the great part. MGM had a chance. First of all, more than likely, they're not going to do this because they've been telling their stockholders, we're not going to invest in crazy stuff like that. But if they were to decide that this was just too good to pass up, it's speculated that they would either sell the Mirage or Mandalay Bay to fund the acquisition. Please buy the Mirage, Derek Stevens, please. (laughs) Save the Mirage. Save the Mirage. That <laughs> if you think of the Back to the Future with the later like save the clock, clock tower, tower. Yeah, okay. save the mirage. And I was going to go into historical thing, and I'm like, I didn't plan that far ahead to this joke. But the tricky part <laughs> about that scenario is that it would require MGM to sell the mirage to Derek Steve- Stevens in order to buy the Cosmo, which you already said is not likely. So probably won't happen, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, I guess that's going to do it for uh, bets. Let's move it. Or- <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that Tony hasn't had anything to say on the news stories leads me to believe Tony's barely holding on. Yeah, he's like, Jesus Christ, wrap it up, folks. I fucking warned you. (laughs) Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, at Hyperfocal is reporting that Bear Pool at Mirage is no longer a European pool. Now just a nippleless pool party. (laughs) I know. What's the point? I know, Vegas. <laughs> get with the times. <laughs> Heartbreaking news for those of you who still like to ogle while playing table games. 
Gogo Mogul, the company behind the pit dancers at Paris and Planet Hollywood, had 40% of their positions eliminated as part of the Carl Icahn corporate cost-cutting rig train. Also, CEO of Affinity Gaming, Anthony Rodeo, Ro- Rodeo? Sure. Yeah. was announced as Caesars Entertainment's next CEO, reportedly a decision supported by investor cunt Carl Icahn. I had an agenda. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I bet you placed that, so I would be the one saying all these no, words, didn't you? You say that all the time. I do not think that far in advance. That's oh, that's way too much credit you're giving me. In news I swear I've heard before, or perhaps just assumed would happen, it was announced that the Whitcoff Group is delaying its projected completion of the Fountain Blue. Originally planned for late 2020, the new target is the second quarter of 2022. Is, don't you mean the Drew? Isn't that the, the cool new name? No, 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 no. See, I refuse to refer to it as something when you've literally done nothing to it. You oh. can't buy something, rename what you bought, like the thing that you, like, hey, I just bought this. Like, I can't buy a car. And then as soon as I buy a car, I'm like, hey, guys, look at the plane I own. Like, I, no, no, I can't just <laughs> change it. <laughs> like, I didn't do anything to, to, like, I can't even put my stamp on it. Like, maybe if I put wings on the side of it. Like, like painted wings. Like going, all right, okay, so he, uh, he's bragging about something he did, but you don't, like, buy it, like, immediately as you're making the transaction, like, going, and here you go, sir, and now it's the Drew. Like, oh. <laughs> No, it's still the exact same Fontaine no. Blue that yeah, was sitting it's st- still the same thing it was. You've not done anything. Okay. Do you think it's possible that maybe the reason for the name change is they didn't buy the Fontaine Blue naming rights to oh, go with it? I'm certain that they wanted nothing to do with it after it's sitting there all that time that they just don't want that building to be thought of is that. Well, but isn't right. that, aren't there other casino hotel resorts that are named Fontainebleau? No, not other casino places. resorts. There are, well, yeah, there's the original Fontainebleau in Miami. Okay. So, so I'm sure, they, I know they were licensing that. It was going to be an extension, so I'm sure so they're So to Tony's point, they, they probably didn't want right. to take that name. For, for a couple of reasons. Number one, paying the naming license, li- naming license, but then to your point, number two, the fact that it's been sitting there for so long as an eyesore yeah. in the city is not Desperately hoping people like us are like, please stop calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fountain blue. Let's right. call it what it is. It was announced this week that Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Live at the Link is scheduled to open May 5th across from the Brooklyn Bowl. A collection of its first headliners include Harland Williams, John Heffron, and Beth Steeling. And for the record, it's Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club, not Comedy Live. Just I, I, I felt what he was going for, I know. so I wasn't going to correct him. He's so cute. But I, I appreciate that you did, because now I get to enjoy it vicariously. <laughs> I'm not going to read the words as printed on this page. I'm going to Tony it up. There you go. And you're full, full on Tony, Tony Mojo Mo today. <laughs> Journey announced a nine-week residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace this week. Tickets are on sale now starting at $69. The first show will be October 9th. I would totally go see that. Totally oh, yeah. go see that, especially because, largely because it's in the Coliseum. And I've heard like that that guy that they found that sounds exactly like uh, Steve Perry is just a fucking energy maniac. Like He fucking well, loves it. He's living a dream. And good for Caesars for actually getting another... You know, big name in for sure. you know, committed for a while. Yeah, psyched. Adding to the number of real estate options for the sale and for sale and ah, damn it, I fucked it all up. But I wanted the timing because it sounded great. I like I, I kind of spaced out for a second. I'm like, oh, my turn. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> what's me? Yeah, I figured I'd put that in. I, I put that explanation in so I don't have to cut that or do it because I wanted to. Okay. I want to document. See, I fucked up and I'm acknowledging it. I thought it was funny, so that's why I don't why I'm know who it. you are anymore. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Adding to the number of real estate options for sale in Vegas, it was announced this week that the Little White Chapel is for sale with an asking price of $12 million. The current owner opened the chapel in 1951 and has played host to the weddings of Frank Sinatra, Michael Jordan, and Britney Spears, to name a few. See, this furthers my thought. It was it last week. Cheetahs was on sale for like $6 million. Yeah. The Little White Chapel. This is on the strip, though. It's, it's a tiny little... But you it's cannot on the tell strip, me. Karen, you cannot tell me that the business is bringing in more than Cheetahs the Strip Club is. This price differential is just wrong. It's on the strip, man. I mean, that's why well, people go off strip because it's significantly less expensive, and you have no foot traffic. And, well, and think about you, there's no, real no overhead, right? Like you only have to pay the one person to stand there and wed the people. All they have to do is hit the play button to make the music turn on as they're walking up and down the four foot aisle. Whereas you've got to pay all of the, you know. Yeah, but the, what do they what do they charge uh, for a wedding? Me, strippers. What do, <laughs> what do they charge for a wedding? At most, a hundred bucks. I don't know. Come on. Yeah, but if you, you can if you can just you know grind them through every what seven and a half minutes or but thereabouts. Not that many people go through there. I guarantee I, they I don't do have not, a line out the door. I'm, and people I'm schedule you, all the time. He's not making that kind of money. Uh, what this is is this is a guy who bought in early, has wrote it out, doesn't want to do it anymore. But he's trying to sell his business. But anybody could buy that and do whatever the hell they want with that. It's strip real estate. Well, no, okay, but in that case, that little parcel of real estate is not big enough to do anything major on, and it's still in a sketchy, sketchier part of the. But I mean, granted, you're on the strip, yeah, it's still on but the strip. Yeah, it's. I just this this real. If this is our true like values of businesses, this is like the screwiest real estate market I, ever. I don't, I, and maybe it's why it makes sense to me. There's all logic behind it. I'm like, yeah, you're not. No, on the strip. no, there isn't. I go as somebody that loves the city. I, I have a threshold I as to that. what it is that that I'll do, and you know, I look at the Rio and I'm like. I'm not walking over to that but, thing. But, okay, so you're that. looking at it from your personal perspective on the business. What I'm saying is if you're looking to buy a business, whether there's real estate involved or not, that's the first thing in determining how much you're going to pay for it. And the rest of it is what is your income flow coming from this? There's a, there's a huge difference in these two equations that don't make any sense. I'm telling you. Karen, you don't have to account everything up, you know. We can just <laughs> say. I haven't done I do it in a while, question, Tony. I'm, I'm like, I'm going back to my, I'm like, I miss doing this. I, I want to do this I again. Can tell. I can tell. <laughs> do you guys consider the stratosphere to be on the strip? No. Well, then why is. are you calling the little white chapel on the Thank strip? Thank you. Oh, Tony, I, I said it's you. strip real estate. I didn't. All right. So let's, let's be very clear. Las Vegas Boulevard is going to have higher real estate prices regardless. I refer to the Strip as an area of frequency, you know, which basically stops at Encore at this point. When I'm talking about Strip real estate, and, and I, think, I, I think to your point, I, I will agree, uh, I was misusing that because it's difficult to refer to the Strip proper whether I, uh, like I can't have two definitions of it. I can't say it's Strip real estate I guess the end of this is, yes, you are correct. I did that wrong. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. Score one, Tony. I was like, it was in- I, I think I got something here. I think I got, you don't, no, you don't have this at all. There's, you should just wrap this up. <laughs> it was announced that L.A. Oaxaca, or do you think that's Oaxacan. La? Oaxaca. La Oaxaca? No. No, I know LA. how to pronounce Oaxaca. Oaxacan. It's the L.A. part that I'm not sure about, actually. 
No, because it's no, a, it's no, it a, is L.A. It's supposed to be L.A. It's Sorry, a, a Oaxacan restaurant from L.A. Well, regardless, that place, that restaurant, <laughs> uh, has a new restaurant coming called Mama Rabbit, and it's going to be at Park MGM. Now, Oaxaca is the capital of a southern Mexico state of the same name, and plans are to open next to Roy Choi's best friend restaurant in late July. So a whole bunch of easy names to pronounce are going to be right next to one another. <laughs> best friend's easy to pronounce. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I, I threw restaurant in there because I'm like, I, I know exactly where he was going with this because it was like Roy Choi's best friend. As you're reading this going, what the fuck does Roy Choi's friend have to do with any of this? <laughs> so I was like, oh, let me throw a restaurant in there because I know exactly where he's going with this and or, or whoever's going to have to read it so you know, is going to need to be turned around. If back you'd ever there. eaten there, you would know. You'd know what best friend is. You wouldn't need the explanation. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Treasure Island announced this week that the tram between it and Mirage is now up and running again. Okay. Right? <laughs> it, it, it's the logic of it being shut down. Well, it was shut down because TI is owned well, by one person well, no, and, no, that's and what Mirage we thought. was the other They one. just said that it needed maintenance on it and it took this long. For to, how to, long? Yeah. Well, I mean, when I was the last time that thing was running? exaggeration. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, but Wait, they finally breaking news, guys. I'm just learning the tram has broken down again. Right. So <laughs> Never mind. Ignore that, that last report. They're like, it's, <laughs> we didn't even do anything. It just started working. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. We turned the on switch on. <laughs> Right. That's all it was. All Power. this time. <laughs> Did oh, you? Oh, my God. Does. I feel like a bonehead. Do you guys know what this one does? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. This I'm an electrician switch. now. <laughs> Oh, I feel like a bonehead. (laughs) And lastly, Vital Vegas shared this week that the high roller area at Golden Gate has been reconfigured and removed the railing that used to separate it from the rest of the casino floor in an attempt to make it a more welcoming experience. Because those high limit. Disappointed in that. Yeah, I. I kind of liked how kind of secluded it was. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought that. I mean, think about high high limit rooms. Like it's the idea that this isn't. This isn't for everybody. This is a special thing. You know, you open it wide up, like, well, anybody can wander in here. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as they see the, as soon as they see the table limits, they turn around and go, nope, not for me. Right. So they won't be in there long. Right. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Ozzy Osbourne is performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, July 20th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at $54. Iron Maiden is performing at the MGM Grand on Friday, September 13th. Friday the 13th. Nice. Show starts at 8 p.m. <laughs> tickets start at 50 bucks. Judas Priest is performing at the Joint at Hard Rock Saturday, June 29th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $41. Paul McCartney is performing at T-Mobile Arena Saturday, June 29th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. I think it's probably available now, but I wrote these a while ago. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. It wasn't there when I looked. Is that the second show that he added? I don't, he added... I don't even remember. I think I probably needed to add Okay, because he did add a second show. Yeah. yeah. And finally, Leonard Skinner is performing at T-Mobile Arena 
Friday, August 16th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. Every time I see that, I always look at it like Linerd or uh, li- Line Linerd Skynerd. <laughs> I just noticed that there seemed to be a theme with these, these groups this week, as far as they're all really, really old. Yeah, well, they're making some cash. Yeah, Undisclosed. I, hell, the last two can't even tell us how much they're making. Well, especially Paul McCartney. <laughs> what, whatever the face value of those tickets are, yeah, that's not what you're going to pay yeah, for. Yeah, those are just the people who, who either have a, a, a hacking program right. or were able to get up early enough. Right. Uh, otherwise, it's uh, undisclosed amount, meaning you better be ready to pay out the ass yeah. for those tickets. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be cheap. Well, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on our coming attraction calendar on the blog. Well, I guess that's going to do it for episode number 297. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog. It's 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo onto. You can do that at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio on your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that on the blog's main page as well. Especially, I cannot encourage children swearing more I, I, if, <laughs> please oh check God. out the blog so, <laughs> if you need to know how to capture this for <laughs> Tony where can books find you I'm at 360 Vegas Tony Karen I'm at Karen Mark you just told you where you can find me so until next time yeah.